Welcome to the Lifestyle MD Podcast, the podcast dedicated to high achieving women who are conquering their careers while striving for total wellness. I am Dr. Angela Andrews, and I am thrilled to be your guide on this journey. Hello, this is Dr. Angela. Welcome to another episode of the Lifestyle MD. I am happy to welcome you two to 2024. Late into February, I might add. It's been a hectic year for me so far already, and this is perfect time for me to talk about the importance of embracing change. That's the top for today. Embracing change, a prescription for growth. During this episode, I'm going to share with you some things along my journey and what's been going on with me since the beginning of this year, give you some tips on how you can utilize those lessons in your own life. I'm also excited to share that I'm going to be redefining my podcast. It's already been something that's been appealing and useful for individuals other than physicians, other than women. So I've been getting a lot of feedback from some of my patients who have been listening to the podcast and the content more or less isn't going to change, but I am going to appeal to a slightly broader audience without losing my purpose here. And that's really to help make a difference in the lives of individuals. I will still be providing information that is hopefully useful to other women doctors and physicians who are interested in trying to help their patients live better lifestyles. Or if you're just not sure and you want to direct your patients to my podcast for some insights and tips, feel free to do that as well. So that's what I'm here for. So without further ado, let's get into it. So let me start by giving you a quick overview of what I will be talking about today. First, the benefits of embracing change. So mental resilience, professional growth, enhanced creativity, expanding your comfort zone, and then improved adaptability. And then I'm going to tell you how to go about embracing change. So if you find this episode helpful, then please share with others and continue to tune in as I post more episodes. So on the topic of embracing change, so change is inevitable. So no matter what, you can try to resist it, but change is going to happen. So you can either initiate it or be forced to adapt to it. At least if you're initiating change, you can anticipate what's going to be coming ahead of you. By initiating change, or at least anticipating the change, you're going to lessen the impact or the shock of that change to your psyche. Change is not always inherently negative either. Change can be good. So, well, some may disagree with this, but going from single to married, for me personally, was a positive change. Going from a resident to attending, again, some may beg to differ. Going from having no child to having your first child or a new child to having new routines, being employed to becoming an entrepreneur. And that's the current journey that I am on. So, there's lots of different changes that people experience in their lives. And change does not have to always be negative. Change is the spice of life. It truly facilitates personal growth. If you cease to change or cease to adapt to change, then you will become stagnant. The last thing you want to do is to be stagnant. So become adaptable, embrace change, and in fact, initiate change. Change is challenging. I get that, but it is necessary for growth. And sometimes you have to leave one thing or let go of one thing, home, habits, jobs, routines, or even sometimes leave people behind in order to move forward. So as a reminder, I'm Dr. Angela, the Lifestyle MD, and I am passionate about helping other people adopt lifestyles that will help them live their best life indefinitely. So let's talk about those top five benefits I mentioned earlier. First is mental resilience. So let's define what it means to be mentally resilient. So resilience is a is a form of training. It's preparatory work that enables you to handle life's setbacks. 
attacks. It's kind of a defensive strategy. You're prepared for anything versus mental toughness conjures up the notion of avoiding setbacks or avoiding getting knocked down in the first place. In my opinion, that's completely unrealistic because we're all going to face setbacks at some point. The question is, how do you bounce back from them? A person with low resilience, fears change, struggles to complete tasks, is very rigid in their way of doing things. One may be easily distracted, may require constant guidance, often in need of of lots of direction and support, pessimistic and reactive as opposed to being preparatory or anticipatory, often feels a sense of guilt, maybe like a feeling of things should have gone a certain way and they didn't, therefore you feel bad or guilty about it. Versus a person who has a lot of resilience is open to change, looks forward to it. Perseverance in the face of difficult tasks is adaptable. So if, if a situation calls for something unexpected, you can easily adapt to that. You're good at problem solving. You are the one who provides support. You're able to see the bigger picture. You're confident. You're proactive instead of reactive. Take more of a can-do attitude. These are all qualities that I think most people would like to have. And being able to embrace change and face change and anticipate change helps you build that mental resilience. It helps you to work that mental resilience muscle. Not too long ago, I was having a conversation with my mother about my plans to quit my job and start my own practice. My mother is the type of person who likes to avoid change. And for me to tell her that I was planning on quitting my job and leaving a place of certainty and comfort to enter into the realm of the unknown and uncertainty gave her more anxiety than it gave me. As I discussed it with my mother, I explained to her all the reasons behind why I felt that it was the right move and provided her with reassurance as to why she should not worry. I mean, she was worried, you know, about what that would mean for my family and and the uncertainty of it. But as we talked, she said, well, I don't, I don't know why I'm so worried. This is not unusual for you. And I, and I said, well, what do you mean? She's like, well, first of all, you're always able to bounce back. Things work. You, you just find a way to get things done. And that was really refreshing to hear from my mom because going into that conversation, despite the fact I took an incredibly big risk, I've always, for some reason, saw myself as a person who was reluctant to take risks. And as we talked, my mother reminded me of all the times in my life that I had taken risk and embraced change. So I went to college and I wasn't certain of my major. I thought I wanted to be pre-med at first. I had a teacher and a couple different teachers in high school who encouraged me to try engineering because they thought I had an engineering mindset. I switched colleges partway through my sophomore year from the University of Michigan College of Literature, Arts, and Science to the University of Michigan College of Engineering, settled on the major in biomedical engineering, went into biomedical engineering. After contemplating still applying to medical school and contemplating getting a PhD, I decided to go into the workforce for various reasons. We can talk about that another time. Got there, started my job at General Electric, did that for about four years. But about a year in, if that, told myself, this isn't really what I want to do. And it was really further codified over time as I went through the training and the programs and started my regular full-time job that I knew was not where I wanted to stay. So I started preparing for a change. I took classes, worked on applications, gathered recommendation letters and applied to medical school. So then I went to medical school. But before I did that, I took an assignment to live in Utah of all places for six months. Again, I had to make the decision, do I want to go to medical school, stay out in Utah because that was kind of fun and it was a cool job. I'd ultimately decided to go to medical school. So I left the state of Utah, went back to Wisconsin, left Wisconsin, went back to Michigan, which is where I'm originally from, and did medical school. Went through medical school training, went through residency, started my job, falling into routine. And you know, and I like routine, but I'm also a person who really likes change. I get really uncomfortable when things are the same for too long. So being unsatisfied with how things were going in my job, I decided, well, why don't I start my own practice? It took me a few years to get the 
the courage and to build up the right resources to get to that point. But I did put in my resignation middle of last year. So June or July of 23. I have officially opened my practice this month. I can tell you it's one of the greatest accomplishments I've ever achieved. I didn't realize this until now, but looking back, those couple of examples I've given you are just a few times in my life where I've embraced change and maybe even initiated change and adapted to the change. There's been so many different changes since leaving my job. Not only did I quit my job, I also accepted a contract as a locums agent working in Portland. So since January, the second week of January, I've been traveling back and forth to Portland and I had to prepare my family for what that was going to be like as I did this assignment out there and what that will look like while simultaneously starting my business. And it's been exciting. I've really enjoyed it. And I looked forward to the opportunity to learn new skills or refine skills that I already had because I knew those skills would be helpful going into my new job. So again, I initiated this change, but it was a change nonetheless. So embracing change and initiating change have, have really been blessings to me throughout my life. And it's really, I think, helped propel my career forward. And I I want that for everyone. So if you want to build more mental resilience, I truly recommend that you not only embrace change, but initiate change. It doesn't have to be drastic as quitting your job, as I have apparently done more than once, Uh, in, in pursuit of greater opportunities. Change can be small, but no matter what it is, in order to cultivate that resilience, you have to not only face the fact that change is going to come, you have to perhaps even initiate the change and look for ways that you can benefit from the changes as opposed to resistant. I like to think that our resistance of change comes from the fear of the unknown and fear of of what negative things might come out of it. What's helped me is anticipating the positive things that will come out of it. Doesn't mean you ignore the potential challenges. You have to go into it knowing that there are going to be challenges, just like me going out to Portland and doing these assignments. I knew I'd be tired on a regular basis. I knew I would miss my family, but I also knew that it was temporary and that I was going to meet new people, learn a new system, have an opportunity to bring my family out to a new place, just all sorts of great things. So if you can anticipate how the positives will outweigh the potential negatives, then you know that you're heading in the right direction. All right, number two, professional growth. Understanding how embracing change can lead to professional growth shouldn't be much of a stretch after telling you my story of taking on new challenges, initiating change, you're going to acquire new skills. You're going to learn new things, which is going to give you more opportunities for career advancement or more opportunities to interact with other individuals who may help expand your thoughts or expand your horizons. It's about getting out of your comfort zone. Embracing change forces you to do things that you are not comfortable doing. It forces you to push yourself outside of the box. And in the process of doing that, not only do you acquire new skills, you discover things about yourself. And unless you're pushing those boundaries, you never never really know what you're capable of. Joyce Meyer once said, when you are tempted to give up, your breakthrough is probably just around the corner. That says it all, really. Just in that moment when you're countering something that makes you just feel on the edge of discomfort, that's when you're knowing you're you're doing the right thing. You're doing something that's really going to take you to the next level. If you never do that, you're never going to grow, either personally or professionally. I strongly believe that the reason I've been able to take on the challenge 
challenges that I've taken on over the last last couple of decades has been my willingness to not only embrace change, but seek out other individuals who are doing things much different than me, to learn from them, to hear what they were doing, and use that as insight as to how I could possibly move the pendulum further, or how I could change something else in my life, or change something else in my mindset, or, or acquire a new skill. So if you're wondering what's something that you could specifically do in order to embrace that change, or in order to achieve professional growth, think about something that you've been wanting to do, whether it's take a class, acquire a new skill, read a book, go on a vacation, add a new thing to your routine daily. What's holding you back? Is it fear of failure? What What is it? If it makes you uncomfortable, then that means you need to do it. Just do it. Embrace it. Embrace everything that will possibly come with it because you're never going to grow and learn anything if you don't take that leap. All right, benefit number three, enhance creativity. Change has an interesting way of stimulating your creativity. And it's really not, it's not a mystery. It exposes you to new perspectives, new challenges, brings you in contact with different resources. And when you have this new data swirling around in your mind. It expands your mind in ways that you weren't able to expand it before. It's magical. And I say that from, from personal experience. Jamila Jamil said, every twist and turn in life is an opportunity to learn something new about yourself, your interest, your talents, and how to set and then achieve goals. Twists and turns are exciting. Change is exciting. And, I, and if you really want to be able to embrace change, you've got to think of it in those terms as excitement. Change is a wonderful thing. I try to instill that in my son. You know, he's very, he's very uncomfortable with change. He he wants everything to be the same way all the time, which is totally appropriate. And what I tell him is, you know, things are going to change and sometimes that's going to make you feel uncomfortable, but that's okay. You're not always going to be good at something when you try it for the first time, but you're also not going to ever know if you were ever going to be good at it if you never try it. I'll tell you a simple story from my son. He really wanted to learn how to make snowflakes. And so he, he asked me, mom, can you show me how to make snowflakes. I said, well, it's been a long time since I've made snowflakes. So let's find an instructional video that we can do together. So we watch the YouTube video. I go through the process with them, help them fold the paper, show them how to do the cuts. And for the first two snowflakes, I do most of it for him, but I gradually do less and less of it and I leave him to do it himself. The first couple of snowflakes, they were okay. But when I tell you by the end of that evening, he was making some of the most magnificent snowflakes that I'd ever seen. I mean, probably from anyone, but certainly from a five-year-old old. By the time he was done and he he was folding them and cutting them himself, making intricate designs, he said, mom, my snowflakes are better than yours. I said, well, yeah, they certainly are. And that's because he braced change. He was willing to learn a new skill, even though he was really uncomfortable to do it in the beginning. He wasn't certain about his ability to fold the paper. He wasn't certain about his ability to hold those scissors in his hand. Quite frankly, I wasn't certain about his ability to hold those scissors. I was afraid he was going to cut himself, but he didn't. I supervised him. Don't worry. He wasn't certain what that was going to look like when he unfolded it, but he did it anyway. Oh, and he he made half a dozen or almost a dozen snowflakes and just, he decided he was going to make snowflakes to, to hang from the ceiling and decorate with. And they're just beautiful. They're absolutely beautiful. He's already kind of a creative kid, but he unlocked a new form of creativity. He was able to unlock a new skill, a new talent because he was willing to embrace something new. I mean, you as an individual could do that in much the same way. If you're if you're someone who's typically want to write or do poetry, you can learn how to write a haiku 
haiku. You could spend some time journaling and put your thoughts on paper. Maybe try meditation, stretching your mind in different ways, putting yourself outside your comfort zone and being around other individuals is an opportunity for you to learn new skills. Me and my husband and I think very differently. And in our differences and how we think and approach the world, we have grown as as individuals and as a couple by our willingness to embrace change in different thoughts. So I challenge you, enhance your creativity expand your thought processes by embracing change. All right, number four, expanded comfort zone. So before we talk about an expanded comfort zone, let's talk about what the comfort zone is in the first place. This is whatever your norm is, whatever you do in your life right now, whatever you're thinking about changing, but don't want to, that's your comfort zone. You're in your comfort zone when you're just cruising along, thinking about changing jobs, but don't want to do it because you're comfortable. You got the routine, you know what to expect day to day. That's your comfort zone. Thinking about getting up early in the morning, morning to start working out, but feeling really comfortable about sleeping in and doing your normal routine in the morning to get up, that's your comfort zone. It's predictable. You know what's coming. Doesn't create any emotional stress, any strain. It's habitual. It's routine. It doesn't have to be bad. Our comfort zone is where we go to recharge. It's where things are predictable, where we don't have to think. We can just exist. Your comfort zone may be your home. Every time I travel and go to Portland and come back, I'm in my comfort zone when I get back to the house and I'm around my family. That's my comfort zone. It's important that you have those places of comfort and those comfort zones because you need to be able to recharge. However, in order to grow, you need to be able to expand that comfort zone. You need to be able to go beyond the edges of what feels feels good and feels usual. When you're someone who embraces change, it's easier for you to expand your comfort zone because expanding your comfort zone requires embracing a little bit of discomfort, a little bit of uncertainty, pushing yourself outside of the bounds of your usual. Of course, I would not encourage anyone to expand their comfort zone or embrace change where the, the cost outweighs the benefit because there's certainly change or pushing boundaries that may not necessarily work in your favor. So assuming that the cost of the change and the zone that you're pushing into is actually going to lead to achieving more of your potential, how do you go about doing that? Well, first of all, some examples of comfort zone might be the fact that you always brush your teeth with your right hand. Sometimes people will expand their comfort zone by starting to brush their teeth with their left hand challenges your brain in a different kind of way. And it's easy to just by default, pick up your toothbrush and brush your teeth with your right hand. But every time you have to pick up your toothbrush, you have to be intentional. You have to like, you have to think about it, maybe switch hands because you habitually picked it up in your right hand. Then you have to think about every stroke and create new muscle memory, maybe even like create some new skills with that left hand because it's not used to, to working in that way. That's a small example of expanding your comfort zone and embracing change. When you're able to embrace change, you can tackle discomfort and feel more comfortable. Discomfort doesn't set you back as much because you're used to experiencing a little bit of discomfort and rolling with it. That's the whole idea. Being able to roll with the discomfort, knowing that on the other side of that discomfort is something more positive. So possibly a simple way to approach this is think about where you are living within your comfort zone. And is there something that you want to to stretch yourself to do that you haven't yet? For me, that was waking up a little bit earlier and meditating and reading scripture and journaling. But I had to expand my comfort zone a little bit. I had to get comfortable with waking up a little bit earlier. That was really the part of it that was uncomfortable, the getting up earlier and doing something intentional in the morning other than just getting ready because I was comfortable with just rolling out of bed and getting ready. But man, what a world of difference that little, little stretch. It's a little stretch made. You need to be very specific about what that stretch looks like. Maybe it's getting up 10 minutes early and that 10 minutes early allows you to, to go over to a chair in your room or walk to another part of the house. And maybe for you, 
you that's spending three minutes writing down your thoughts for the morning, writing down three things you're grateful for, writing down what you want to accomplish that day, saying a prayer in preparation for the day, meditating for three minutes, whatever that is, that's one example of how how you could stretch yourself beyond your current comfort zone. All right, final benefit of embracing change is improved adaptability. When you are adaptable, you're able to navigate life's uncertainties. Life has lots of uncertainties and someone who is capable of embracing change faces uncertainties with grace, expects that uncertainty is a part of life and just works around it, works through it. Being adaptable means that you are able to adjust to changes in your environment. So changes at home, changes at work, changes in your community. So you can apply this to any part of your life. Embracing change is a form of practicing adaptability. We all had to embrace change during the COVID-19 pandemic. And those who were more adaptable were able to go through it a little bit more comfortably. Of course, it was there was discomfort and uncertainty in the whole thing, especially in the very beginning. And I have to say, I truly, truly enjoyed the very beginning of it because things were always changing at work. For some people, that was very frustrating. You might have had people around you who were just kind of struggling to keep up with what the latest thing was today. What kind of mask are we wearing? Or what are the new requirements in our office? Like, what are the new requirements for patient visits? Are we going? to be open. No, this office is closing and everyone's going to that office. Okay, you have to work from home certain days of the week. I found it exciting. You know, there was definitely stress involved with being a physician during the COVID-19 pandemic, but the opportunity to adapt to an ever-changing environment was fun. Shifting work priorities, being amendable to to knowing what what's important today may not be important tomorrow. Learning how to teach on Zoom to my medical students as opposed to in person. Changing my workflow in the office because the types of things that I would have normally have done aren't feasible when you're in a different office working with a different team and maybe not because you have to, to wear so much more PPE. Having a mindset of embracing change prepares you to be an adaptable person. It helps you to be responsive to new information, to consider new roles, new responsibilities, to consider how you might approach a new challenge. You're someone who commits to personal development how can I approach this situation better? What can I get out of this? And how can I help others? It allows you to think about and truly understand there's some things that are in your control and many things that are not. Embracing change and being adaptable helps you to think about the things that are in your control and navigating the things that aren't in your control by pulling levers on the parts that you can influence. If you really want want to do something interesting, maybe maybe you plan a little weekend getaway, a trip, or maybe for your one of your next family vacations maybe you don't plan everything down to the finest detail. Maybe there's one day or two days or a portion of the trip where you just plan that you are going to be adaptable. You'll look at the weather. You ask for recommendations from the locals. You'll decide what's interesting or what what sounds good to you or your family at the time. Certainly, you want to have some ideas about what you want to get out of the vacation, but maybe there's a different way to accomplish those goals than you might have originally thought before you got there. Often, when we take family vacations, we find that once we get to our destination, there's things that we didn't consider that we weren't aware of. That's one of my favorite things now about taking trips. I used to plan things down to the finest detail. Now I approach vacations with the big picture point of view. Where are we staying? How are we getting there? How are we getting home? How are we eating? What are some general strategies and how we can ensure that we always have food because food is important and water? Is there anything we definitely want to make sure we do before we get back? And aside from that, try to leave it open to, to flexibility, to the possibilities. I love learning 
learning from the people that live where we're going, from the locals, to get recommendations on restaurants, places to visit, things to do. That's something that change and being adaptable has given us as a family. It's helped us to get a more unique experience out of most of our vacations. So that's just a small little example. So see if you can apply that to your next vacation or maybe to your next job, maybe hopefully not the next pandemic. All right, that's it. I hope you found that information helpful. Before I get into my closing thoughts, I want to make sure that I remind you to like the podcast if you enjoyed it today, share it with a friend or someone that you think might benefit. So I identified five benefits of embracing change, development of mental resilience, personal growth, enhanced creativity, expanding your comfort zone, and improved adaptability. At the end of the day, a person who embraces change is a person who has a growth mindset. And we don't grow unless we change. Growth exposes capabilities and skills and expertise that maybe you did not realize that you possessed along the way, or maybe some things that you thought you were good at that you really were not good at and you need to get better at. Or maybe realizing that what you've been focusing on is not what you really were called to do in this life. Certainly, if you're not interested in growing, you don't need to focus on change. Although I could make the argument that we should all focus on growth because we were all put here with purpose. And I think it takes some of us a lot longer and some of us a lot less time to figure out what that purpose is. But that purpose goes beyond you and it's greater than you. And unless you're embracing change and growing, you're not going to find out what that purpose is. I invite listeners to share some of your stories and and how you've embraced change and what impact that's had on on your personal life and maybe even your career. I am the lifestyle MD. I'm also the owner and lead physician for Seeds of Health Primary Care Practice in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm so excited for the journey that you're all on. I'm so excited to help as many people as possible embrace change and live their best life indefinitely. I thank you so much for tuning in today. Thanks again for joining me. If you have any feedback, comments, love to hear from you. You can email me at AngelaLifestyleMD at gmail.com. Take care. Have a good one. This has been another episode of the Lifestyle MD. Special thank you to Lou Musa for the show theme music created with free photography and makeup by Janae for the cover photo. And if you enjoyed this podcast and you haven't already, please subscribe today and share with another woman doctor who may benefit. You may also follow me on Instagram at Angela Lifestyle MD. I am Dr. Angela. Thank you for joining me today.